Welcome to the Main Street Telegraph, the podcast that gives you your Disney news in 15 minutes or less. I'm your host, B. so this will be the last episode for the month. Just a reminder, I am planning several special releases in October for Halloween. You can expect at least four bonus releases on top of regularly scheduled content. Also, remember that if you do enjoy the show, a great way to help me out is to take a few moments to rate and review on iTunes. You know, if I hit five reviews, I'll finally get to have an average rating. Help me put a few gold stars next to the podcast name. This week's trivia question is, what does Pooh claim is the only reason for being a bee? Stick around for the answer at the end of the show. Disney has lost out on acquiring Sky, a UK broadcaster, to Comcast. Disney basically has chosen 20th Century Fox over Sky, which Comcast had also competed with Disney to obtain. And it seems to have been the right choice considering their stock price took an upswing afterwards. Disneyland has been slowly removing benches and other seating, as well as decorative items, from the park in order to make more room for crowds as their attendance numbers continue to increase. For example, on the 20th, the Orange County Register reported that a large planter was removed near the popcorn cart overlooking the rivers of America over in New Orleans Square. It seems like the most logical step to get all that seating out of the way. You can look to Walt Disney World as an example, which has lost a lot of items by their castle to make room in that hub for bodies. But it is a little unfortunate, because I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say that one of their favorite things to do is find some place to sit and just enjoy the atmosphere. Because Disneyland isn't just about the rides, it's about the whole immersive experience. More seating is coming to replace what is lost, but to a different purpose. Tropical Imports in Adventureland has been converted into indoor seating for 100 people and stroller parking for the Bengal Barbecue. Now, Adventureland is notorious for being hard to get through when crowds are high and strollers are parked three deep. My friend and sometimes field reporter, Chloe Rush, reported from a recent trip that cast members have been moving strollers into the Tropical Imports stroller parking area and that it seems there's consistently been two cast members moving strollers at any given part of the day. We can look forward to more updates from Chloe in the coming weeks. It does feel good that Disney has taken time to address that particular issue. Um, Even more seating will be coming once the Tropical Hideaway, a new dining area, opens up between the Jungle Cruise and the Tiki Room. You can find more information on the Tropical Hideaway and the history of that area over at MainStreetTelegraph.com. I wrote a blog post about it, and I'll be sure there is a link to that in the show notes. Of course, seats designed for those spending more money is a bit different from seats available throughout the park, but we will see how everything plays out. You can expect a third season of Disney's DuckTales. I should have done that. Uh, The announcement comes a few weeks before Season 2 is expected to air on Disney Channel. You can watch Season 2 when it premieres on October 20th at 7.30am on Disney Channel, Disney Now, and Disney Video On Demand. Mary Poppins Returns is coming to theaters on December 19th of this year. For those of you not in the loop, I thought I'd give a few extra details on the context of the film and how it fits in with the first. The time is about 25 years after the events of the first movie, of course. Mary Poppins looks just as young, and as said by producer Mark Platt, Mary is a character who lives outside of time. She's magic, 
and so she is the only character who actually doesn't age. So she is as we know her, and as she will be forever, that character. Mary Poppins returns to Michael Banks after he has suffered a personal loss. Lin-Manuel Miranda will be in this film. You may know him from the hit musical Hamilton and his work on the songs in Disney's Moana. His character, Jack, is an apprentice of Bert, our favorite chimney sweep from the original film. Lin-Manuel Miranda stated that Jack remembers Mary Poppins. So he knows who she is, so he's carried this childlike wonder and imagination with him into adulthood. But he isn't a chimney sweep, he's a lamplighter. Lamplighters were necessary back in the times when candles and then gas lamps lit public streets. It was their job to make sure the lamps got lit so everyone could go about their business. Incidentally, Disneyland was originally lit by gas lamps. Those lamps are still there today on Main Street and are authentic antiques from the 19th century. They were to be sold off as scrap before they were purchased by designer Emile Curry. They even had a cast member in 19th century costume to light the lamps at dusk. And I think that's a really special connection. The songs in this film were created by Mark Scheiman and Scott Whitman. Both were involved in the 2007 edition of Hairspray, the TV series Smash, as well as the TV series Glee. Miranda is obviously known for his rapping, and he will be doing a sort of rap in a musical style, which I'm kind of looking forward to. Musical style is particularly British and quite fun. You can find examples of it on YouTube. We will also be seeing Angela Lansbury, Meryl Streep, and Dick Van Dyke. Another film coming to theaters this holiday season is The Nutcracker and the Four Realms on November 2nd. I encourage you to take a look at the movie posters because they do look really cool. The cast is amazing. Uh, Mackenzie Foy, who you would recognize from Twilight and Interstellar, Kira Knightley, Helen Mirren, Misty Copeland, Richard E. Grant, Jack Whitehall, and more. And it looks like Disney is set to do well at the box office with their winter releases. The Nutcracker film doesn't have much competition on its opening weekend. Bohemian Rhapsody, the film meant to be a biopic of Queen, has been bearing the brunt of negative public opinion for months now. Bodied, which premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival last year, will be seeing wide release that weekend as well, a rap battle movie produced by Eminem. It seems that Bohemian Rhapsody and Bodied are up against each other, and Disney will likely do well as the only family film opening that weekend. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald is highly anticipated, but won't be released until November 16th. And Disney will follow up their first release of November with their second, Ralph Breaks the Internet, on November 21st. Finally, we will see Mary Poppins released on the 19th of December, a Wednesday. Originally, Mary Poppins was going to see a Christmas release, but Disney moved it up a week back in July. I do wonder what their purpose was behind this decision, since Aquaman, Bumblebee, and the comedy Holmes and Watson will be released that Friday. Other upcoming movies and release dates include Jungle Cruise on October 11th, 2019, Maleficent 2 on May 29th, 2020, a Marvel film for February 12th, 2021, a fifth Indiana Jones film is set to release on July 9th, 2021, and an untitled live-action movie is scheduled for July 30th of 2021. Casting for a high school musical series for Disney Channel started a few weeks back. The 10-episode story will follow high school students as they put together their own production of High School Musical. This will include favorite songs from the first movie, as well as original tracks. 
it's time to talk about all the stuff I wish I could buy, new Disney merch. You can find links over at the Main Street Telegraph, of course. Torrid, a store targeted towards plus sizes and one of my most favorite places, has released a little villain's collection in time for Halloween. Pieces include a poison apple hoodie, a gray top representing the Evil Queen, Maleficent, Cruella de Vil, Ursula, and Lady Tremaine. There's a cardigan activewear. It's cute. Go check it out. Torrid also has a Halloween collection. Some of the items I would be happy to wear all year long. The Maleficent high-low dress is magnificent, and they sell the matching horns. But you can also find a Sally dress, as well as Snow White, Cinderella, Belle, Tinkerbell, and two Ariel dresses, one being the classic blue, black, and white number. There's also a Jasmine-inspired romper. They cater two sizes 10 to 30. And of course, I should mention that Hot Topic is always a great place to pick up some Disney costumes, both full-on and inspired dresses, and they also have a lot of plus sizes. I just saw an awesome Megara dress on there a few days ago. Disney has partnered with ColourPop to create a makeup collection based on the Disney princesses. Tiana, Jasmine, Snow White, Belle, Cinderella, and Ariel. The limited edition release includes three glosses, six lipsticks, an eyeshadow palette, six super shock eyeshadows, and two super shock highlighters. It is for sale both on at shopdisney.com and colourpop.com, but it looks like most of the pieces, including the gift set, are sold out on both websites, which is disappointing. Individuals have been complaining that the gift sets and some of the other pieces appeared to sell out immediately. At shopdisney.com, you can also find other pieces, including a Snow White compact mirror, a beautiful Snow White ring, four hoop earrings for Ariel, and other pieces. The princess dress designs, based on the years each film was released, you can find uh, pins, note cards, and ornaments featuring the princesses in those outfits. And Disney plans to release beautiful dolls featuring those designs. Club Penguin, the popular online game, is going to be officially and finally shut down. While the original online game ended last year, it was given new life as a mobile game, Club Penguin Island. A message on the website states, There is no easy way to say this, but after 13 incredible years, Club Penguin will be sunsetting at the end of this year. We'll be providing players with all the necessary information in the coming weeks via in-game messages and updates here on Island News. Why is this all coming to a close? Well, the number of players has been in decline, and while the mobile game was meant to rescue Club Penguin, it just wasn't enough. But it did have a good run. During its peak, it had over 200 million user accounts in countries around the world. As stated in the note from the Club Penguin team, lovers of the game will waddle on. That's all for this week's episode. The answer to the trivia question, what does Pooh claim is the only reason for being a bee? To make honey. A quote from the original Winnie the Pooh feature. As always, thank you for listening today. You can find and download more episodes as well as find blog posts over at MainStreetTelegraph.com. I make the attempt to thoroughly tag all of my episodes, so if you're looking for news on something specific, a search on my website will be useful. If you liked the show today, give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, tell a friend. Have a magical weekend, everyone. Thank you.